Hello friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministry, and we're getting ready to have Church on the Road. Hey, we're bringing a church to you right where you're at, in the cab. And we do it in a lot of different ways. We have a radio program, LonesomeRoadRadio.com. We have podcasts. We have CD ministry. We also have a telephone conference line. So log on to LonesomeRoad.org for our podcast and to order some of our CDs. And if you'd like to listen in on our conference line, we get together every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Mountain Time, and 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Just dial this number, 727-731-5062. So buckle up and come right along with us. We're going to have church on the road. up I'm driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels Lord that's a lonely sound I spend all day chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two chrome stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue Mac Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministry, and we are getting ready to have church on the road. I got my partner with me, Fred Mooney, 
Hi, I'm excited to be here. And we're getting ready to have a great message by Fred. He's going to preach a message for us. It's the hummingbird story, right, Fred? I find hummingbirds to be a most fascinating bird. And speaking of birds, Fred has a unique ministry called Fred and His Feathered Friends. Tell us about that, Fred. Uh, We use 11 exotic birds, macaws, and parrots to present the gospel. We travel all over the place with these birds presenting the gospel. You'll see them do everything from play basketball to sing Jesus Loves You. Amen. Well, yeah, Fred likes to travel uh, all over the place as long as it ain't over four hours away. (laughs) You say we can't do an overnighter because I haven't found a hotel yet to let me stay in it. Uh, they might let you stay, but uh, they have a, they draw the line on them birds, don't they? I don't know which it is. <laughs> Could be you, maybe. <laughs> Could be me. Yeah. Well, we've got a great uh, program for you today. We've got some music by our good friend down in Benton, Illinois. Joe Arview. Yeah, we're going to have some music by Joe. Uh, we love riding along in the cab with Joe. We love having church on the road out there with you drivers. We're about to hear one of his best songs, at least was I think it's one of his best, which is called The Best Days Are Yet to Come. Here's Joe Arview. Red Rover, crossover to the other side. Kids are catching lightning bugs, the fields are full tonight. And Grandma's frying popcorn in an old black iron pan. These are just some memories of old time thick and man. Well, I remember well the days of yesteryear. Seems like only yesterday. My memories are so clear The times I get to thinking The good old days have gone But I know deep down in my heart The best are yet to come And the best days are yet to come For the days with our Father The Spirit and the Son When the years have passed a million We've only just begun And the best days are yet to come Now the years go flying by My hair keeps turning gray I can see the wisdom In the words my dad would say Son, you better slow down, keep your eyes on the day I can tell you cause I've been there, these are your good old days But the best days are yet to come The days with our Father, the Spirit and the Son When the years have passed a million, we've only just begun Oh, the best days are yet to come Yeah Best days are yet Yet to come come. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, the best 
Days are yet to come, Fred. That's Joe Arview. And we ought to tell our listeners how to contact Joe, hadn't we? Yes, we should. All right. Well, Joe's uh, got a website, joearview.com, and his phone number is 618-927-1986. I just love giving out Joe's phone number. You know the best time to call Joe is about 2 o'clock in the morning? I think two, between 2 and 3, that's when he really likes to have phone calls. <laughs> Yeah, you might get his answering machine. So if he, if you do, leave him a message. He'll call you back. Let's have another song by Joe before we hear this message about the hummingbirds, Fred. Sounds good to me. What do you want to hear, Fred? How about the rainbow song? Oh, I love that song. This is uh, my favorite Joe Arview song. It's called Where the Rainbow Begins. Here's Joe Arview. myself on a walkway But I couldn't help but run Driving my life in the fast lane Not far ahead of the gun I take a pill to get up in the morning And the whiskey got me to bed I never thought I'd ever see forty All I've been through, guess I should be dead I'm searching for a life full of profit When I heard from a prophet of old I was carrying my gold in a pocket When he told me riches untold Searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rainbow began told me trust Jesus and I'd tell him he was just a man and I was hell bent to be a free bird to fly away and never land Mama was right about Jesus He's the way, He's the truth, and He's the life 
He walked through hell to free us I've walked through hell to find His life I'm searching for life for a prophet When I heard from a prophet of old I was carrying my gold in a pocket When he told me of riches untold I was searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rainbow began Yes, I found where the rainbow begins. And that's where the rainbow begins. That's Joe Orview. I just love that song, don't you, Fred? I do too. And speaking of rainbows, you know, every color there is is in the rainbow, and it puts me in mind of those little hummingbirds that my wife feeds and I love to watch, you know, and I actually got a message about a hummingbird. <laughs> it's a great message, too. Everybody enjoyed it on our conference line. It's, that's actually the first time you've actually preached on our uh, telephone conference line, and, and we set it up where you could do it right here at Lonesome Road Ministry, and you've got to preach this message to the drivers and uh, friends of ours that are on that conference line every Thursday night. You know, that's something you don't want to miss, folks, is the conference line. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> all right, Fred, well, let's share that message with our listeners right now. I hope you all will be gentle with me tonight. This is the first time I've ever done this. I've been very fortunate. I was afraid I was going to have to preach to the wall tonight, but uh, we're here at the, at the ministry doing some recording, and uh, we've got Ava and Tammy here, and my beautiful wife Kitty's here, and we're just, uh, I'm just thrilled I got somebody to look in the eye when I'm preaching, because I'm used to preaching to people, not to walls, but I thank Gary again, and I thank all you chaplains uh, I hold you in high regard, and I pray that uh, you'll have a hundredfold blessing for your efforts. Uh, what you do, uh, you'll never, never realize what an impact you have on this country by sharing the gospel with these drivers. Now, uh, today, what I'm going to talk about it may seem kind of strange to some of you, uh, in the little town I live in, they call me the Birdman, so I like to I like to uh, research things about birds. But if I was to give this a title, I'd call it the Hummingbird Story. You know, there's some interesting facts about ruby-throated hummingbirds. Uh, the wings of a ruby-throated hummingbird move about 55 times a second when flying forward, and it increases to 75 times a second. Uh, hummingbirds can fly up, down, sideways. They can hover in midair. 
It is the only bird that actually can fly backwards. Their tiny little hearts beat while resting about 225 beats a minute when flying or hovering and increases to 1,250 beats a minute. By comparison, the human heart averages around 70 beats per minute. Male hummingbirds weigh roughly about the same as a penny. Their nest size is about that of a half a walnut. It's usually built in a tree, and females will lay two tiny eggs. Hummingbirds, like many birds, have good color vision and can see into ultraviolet spectrum colors invisible to humans. Hummingbirds are one of the strongest migrators in the bird kingdom. Some ruby-throated hummingbirds cross the Gulf of Mexico nonstop, which is over 500 miles and takes 18 hours. Leaving your feeders up past Labor Day will not alter their migration. To date, the oldest hummingbird found was a ruby-throated female that was banded, and she lived at least nine years. Now, I'd like to tell you a little bit of something about where I live. Uh, I live in the country in a beautiful place. It's called Crisp, Illinois, and some folks say it's in the middle of Nowhere. I don't think it's in the middle of nowhere, but you can see nowhere from there. <laughs> I live, uh, well, there's five of us family lives on a 160-acre farm, and uh, it is very rural to say the least. And I have a problem, especially with my uh, children and my wife, keeping my garage door closed. And you might say, well, what's the big deal about keeping your garage door closed? Well, if you live in the country and you don't keep your garage door closed, you get invaders. One Memorial Day, my son and his wife come in to have dinner with us. He says, do you realize you got two snakes out there in your garage doing a love dance? I said, no, I did not know that. And my son, he's a fishing guy, and he said, well, let me go get my shotgun, and I'll take care of him. I said, no, you're not firing that shotgun in my garage. I could just see him blowing a big hole in my freezer and Miss Kitty tell me all about it. Anyway, to make the long story short, I ended up picking up one of the snakes with a rake and relocating it to the woods, and then I went in and got the other one, and I got ready to toss it out in the yard. And there was Miss Kitty with her granddaughter in her arms. And just as I was to throw the snake, they come around the corner. And Miss Kitty was taken back and fell down. And our little granddaughter goes, snake, 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 do it again, Grandma, do it again. Well, now you can see why I like to keep my garage door closed. You know, about four weeks ago, I found a hummingbird in my garage, and he couldn't find his way out. You see, this hummingbird's instincts told him to fly higher, fly higher when in trouble. I tried my best to get him out. He'd fly up and hit his little head on the ceiling. You see, the problem is I have 10-foot ceilings and an 8-foot door. I come up with a plan. I taped a Ziploc bag to my panel to make a net of sorts. <laughs> Watching him hit his head on the ceiling, 
all of a sudden, a Bible verse came to my mind. Proverbs 14, 12. There's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. The hummingbird reminded me of myself. I had a plan when I was lost in sin. I thought as long as I could take care of number one, everything would work out. But I tell you the truth, my plan didn't work too good. Actually, I became a functioning alcoholic. I was very blessed. I was born to a couple of really good Christian Southern Baptist people that tried their best to raise me right. But when I was about eight years old, I seen Gene Krupa play drums, and I decided I wanted to be a drummer. When I turned 15, I played my first job at the Oasis Tavern. And from there on, I just I played a lot of music, and I played in every bar and everything you can imagine. I was even, at 16, I was a member of the Musicians Union and vice president. And I thought things were going to really work out great for me. By the time I got into high school, my junior year, I was playing with a band that actually had a record on the charts. And I would have given anything for a hit record. And I thought, I'm going places. Well, I was so smart by the time I was 16, I could no longer abide by my dad's rules. And he said, if you're going to live under my house... You're going to abide by my rules. So being the smart fellow I was, I said, well, I'll just move out. And so I did. I ended up living on my sister's front porch. Now, that really ain't living. (laughs) But I was living there, and I was playing every night, and I had a good job and a lot of money. And I thought, oh, I'm headed places. And got ready to graduate from high school. I graduated from high school, and I was the only graduate there that had a line of teachers wanting to shake, her, shake my hand. They was doing the happy dance because Fred Mooney was leaving high school. Well, they, uh, at that time, that was in 1968, and uh, all, the, all the boys, 18-year-old or older, for the class trip, we was getting sent to Vietnam. So my dad called me up. He said, son, said, I think I got your draft notice sitting right here on the TV. I said, well, I'll come over and get it. So I did, and sure as the world, that's what it was. My neighbors and, and, of the, and the people of the community decided I should go in the Army. You know, that's what it says, greetings. And uh, so being the patriotic soul I was, I went down and I joined the Navy because I did not want to be in the Army. I didn't want to be in rice paddies. I, did, I hate snakes. I didn't want any part of that. So I joined the Navy. That was, that was my plan. And while I was in the Navy, I got married. That was, not, that was another thing that I shouldn't have done because I was the last... I was just wasn't very good husband material. That's all there is to it. I remember my first payday. When I got done paying my rent, 
and everything else, I had 50 cents left over. And I thought, well, I know how to make money. So I had my, drum, my mom and dad, they shipped my cymbals out to me, and I rented a set of drums, and I went back to work in the bars. And I was in a... And I was in Washington State that time, and I was playing in Washington State in British Columbia, and I was playing every night of the week, and I was burning a candle at both ends. And I learned about amphetamines then. And I learned that you could take amphetamines and just go and go and go and go, but sooner or later, you crash. But as you can see, things were getting worse and worse, and so my wife, she, uh, she took our son, she left me, and filed for divorce. Well, right after that, I got, I got orders to go to Vietnam aboard the USS Coral Sea. Later, I got orders to go for a second time to the USS Ranger. And it was when I was on the Ranger, my life changed. Now, Gary Rayburn's got a, got a copy of my complete testimony. But anyway, my life changed aboard the USS Ranger. You see, I was, I was brought up in church. And I'd heard enough deathbed salvation stories. I thought, whenever I get too old to party, I'll, I'll give this Jesus Christ business a try. I thought, I got plenty of time. Well, when I was aboard the USS Ranger, I seen a heat-seeking missile go up the exhaust of a helicopter. And in a blink of an eye, that helicopter exploded. And those three men on that helicopter did not know what hit them. And they did not have a chance. They did not have a chance to make things right with God. And right then and there, that really started me thinking. Well, I went back in the day room. The day room's where you... Uh, where you hang out at when your planes are flying. And all you do in there is you read, drink coffee, and smoke cigarettes. Well, there was a book laying there. It's called Good News for Modern Man. And I picked that up. And I started reading it. Now, this is a modern paraphrase of the Bible in everyday language. And I was reading it, and I thought, man, this is what I need. I need this Jesus in my life. I read it cover to cover. I climbed to my little two-by-six rack, and I prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, if you'll save my soul, I'll do anything you want me to do. I'll go anywhere you want me to go. And right then and there, I had a Damascus experience. I was instantly delivered of all drug addictions, all alcohol addictions. That was in June of 1974. I haven't had a drop since. Been sober. I mean sober. The hardest thing I've ever had is when I get the flu, I might take NyQuil. <laughs> but let's get back to Mr. Hummingbird, okay? I looked at Mr. Hummingbird, and I thought, you know, if I could speak Hummingbird, I could lead him out of there. I could. You know, that's exactly what God did for us. Oh, not speaking Hummingbird. 
But he become a man. Fully God, fully man. In Philippians 2, verses 6 through 8 says, Who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in that appearance as a man, he humbled himself, and he became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. That's what God did for me. He became human. He was crucified for my sins. And he died on that cross. He was buried in a tomb. And on the third day he arose so we could spend eternity in heaven with him. He led me out of bondage of sin to freedom. You know, as humans... We can be a lot like Mr. Hummingbird. We can trust in wrong things. To get out, all he had to do was fly down two feet. But that went against his plan. You know, we get plans, we rely a lot on public opinion. If it seems right, why not do it? But you know, today, people are calling wrong, right, and right, wrong. I've seen a thing said that God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah for what we're teaching in our schools today. In Isaiah 5 and 20, it says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. In 2 Timothy 4 and 3, it says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. I want to ask you a question right now. Are you a thermostat or are you a thermometer? Now, that may sound like a strange question, but I've got a point to it. A thermostat controls the atmosphere in the room. They can make a room hot or cold or just right. And by the way, Gary, it's just right in here. A thermometer is a different animal altogether. A thermometer reflects the temperature. Many people today are thermometers. They just reflect what others say, and they just do what others do. As born-again Christians... We need to be thermostats. We need to change the atmosphere around us. We need to show, let, show our light. Let our light shine. How are we to find the right path? How are we to know which direction to go? We need to trust in the goodness of the Lord. Psalms 118 and 8 says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. There's a a saying you hear all the time. The heart wants what the heart wants. What does the Bible say about the heart? Jeremiah 17, 9, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? 
Some people will say, well, I just feel this way about it. Well, brother and sister, let me tell you something. Your feelings will lie to you. I'll never forget one time I was, uh, I was playing with a gospel group in a little church, and this man, he stared at me the whole time. Wouldn't take his eyes off of me. I thought, I bet you he hates these drums. I know he hates these drums. You know, I remember a time when I used to have to sit out on the bus because some churches wouldn't let drums in. But I thought, I bet you that guy just hates these drums. So we got done, we got all over with, and here he come, walking right straight to me. I thought, oh, here it comes. Get ready. You know what he says? He said, man, I just love the way you play drums. That's Andy May's dad. And I said, oh, I sure thank you for that. But if I went by my feelings, I'd run out the side door. In closing, I'd like to let you know that after 45 minutes of chasing that hummingbird around, I finally got him to fly down and out of my garage to freedom. He joined a friend high in a pear tree. I can see him there chattering away, telling him about that crazy man in the garage. You know, Proverbs 14:12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but it, it, its end is the way of death. If we can't trust public opinion, we can't trust our hearts, we can't trust our feelings, how are we to know the way to go? Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will he shall direct your paths. How would he trust in the Lord? We are to lean not to our own understanding. Where do you get understanding? Well, God's word. Right. What does God's written word say about it? In Matthew 4, 4 through 10, Jesus quoted scripture to Satan and said three different times, for it is written. Matthew 4, but he answered him and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said again to him, It is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you, if you'll fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Now, brothers and sisters, we need to pray, and we need to read our Bible every day. 
and share our faith and acknowledge him in all ways, and he will direct our paths. You may say, what do I mean in all ways? You know, my pastor told me all means all, and that's all it means. (laughs) It means whenever, wherever, and whoever. Whenever, when you're in that Love's truck stop, when you're in that TSA truck stop, when you're in Cracker Barrel, whoever, that waitress you're talking to, that hairdresser, that dog groomer, that truck driver, that school teacher, whoever, wherever, 24-7, for now is the time of salvation. I was thinking about uh, one of my favorite verses here. And, you know, I pray for wisdom every day. In the book of James, it says, if you want wisdom, ask for it, and God will give it to you. In Matthew 7 to 24, it says, Therefore, whoever heareth these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house upon the rock. Now, I thank you so much for listening to this message, and I especially thank the four ladies here that's looking at me like, and I'm glad you're here because I've got somebody looked eyeball to eyeball, and this is not only the first time I have preached on the conference line, it's the first time I've preached to a dog. And I hate to tell you this, but the dog, I think, has went to sleep. But in all sincerity, I want to pray for you, Channel 21 ministers and you chaplains. I want you to see a hundredfold return for your efforts. You are so important. What you do is so important. I know there may be times when you think when you see that CD rack and it's still got CDs in it, your effort's not worth it. But believe me, it's worth it. It's worth it. And for you people that pass out uh, the written Word of God, well, you know, I'm a Gideon, so I'm I'm right with you there. And the thing of it is, is I don't know who left that book on the ship that I read, Good News for Modern Man, but I thank God for it. I do. I don't don't know where, well, I say I don't know where I'd be, but I'm 73 years old. If I'd, have, if I'd have kept going the way I was going, I wouldn't have made it to 45. You know why I know that? Because most of the guys I was running with now are dead. Because you can't, you can't live like that. God's got a better plan for us. We don't want to be like Mr. Hummingbird and hit our little head on the ceiling day in and day out. Now, that's the way you feel when, when you're serving Satan. You're banging your head against the ceiling. That's all there is to it. And with that, I'm going to turn it back over to my partner, Gary Rayburn. All right, Fred, we appreciate that and appreciate the message that you brought us. And we really appreciate Joe Arview being a part of today's program. How about another song by our good friend, Joe Arview?
It's me again Here to share this morning light Would you wash my sins today Let me walk in your delight All I have you've given me All I am I own it's true Use me now, dear Lord I give myself all up to you It's all up to you For you I give my all It's all up to you If I stand or if I fall I come to you each day To start my life anew Take me as I am I give myself all up to you It's me again Here at your throne once more You love me more today Than you did the day before Though I fail and fall the way Your grace comes shining through Help me now, dear Lord I give myself all up to you It's all up to you For you I give my heart It's all up to you If I stand or if I fall I come to you each day To start my life anew Take me as I am I give myself all up to you Lord, take me as I am I give myself all up to you I know that's a message has hit home to a lot of people, and there's some people out there right now that just need prayer. And so uh, we want to invite them to call us. My phone number is 618-383-2107. And Fred, there's a lot of people may want to give you a call, so why don't you give them your phone number? Uh, you can reach me at uh, 618-599-7474. Or you can reach me at 618-898-1164. And I would love to talk to you and help you any way I can. I really have a heart for people in their marriages. Yeah. So, friends, we want to ask you today.
If you died today, would you go to heaven? That's the question we want to ask you. You know, that's the most important question you'll ever answer in your life. If you died today, do you know 100% in your heart that you'd make heaven your home? You know, Fred, the, the Bible gives us that assurance that we have salvation. It's found in 1 John chapter 5 and verse, uh, let me just read it to you, verse 13. It says, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. You, we can know that. It's, it's right here in, in the Bible. And that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. That is such a comfort yeah. to know that you're going to make heaven your home should you die. And, you know, I know we're making this for everybody, but you take a trucker out here on these highways, he comes within inches of death every day he drives. Yes, he does. You're exactly right. So, friends, drivers, if you don't know that you know that you know that you're going to heaven, then pray a little prayer with us right now and pray this with all your heart. And God will save you. It's guaranteed right here in this book. Just pray, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Lord, I surrender my life to you. I want to be a Christian, and I want that assurance that I have a home in heaven. And I will live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name. Amen. Man born of a virgin Was raised upon the cross What most considered gain Still a few considered loss And the sky grew black The earth began to shake Cracked the temple wall The devil must have cried out As he watched his empire fall Now a man kneels by the bedside of a son born just today And is talking with Jesus As the tears run down his face And he said, I've been a sinner And I walked on the dark side But this boy I lay my hands on Lord I give to you tonight And the battle rages Yes the fight goes on This war we're facing It's never won I can feel that sword through my flesh And the battle rages For righteousness 
Now I stand beneath my God Just a man of unclean ways With a soul that never dies But my spirit sometimes strays And my heart is a battlefield Where the devil sends his men And he might win this battle But this war he'll never win And the battle rages Yes, the fight goes on This war we're facing It's never won I can feel that sword slice Through my flesh And the battle rages For righteousness Yes, the battle rages for righteousness. You know, it's been great speaking on the conference line tonight, talking to all you chaplains. I tell you what, there's nothing better than getting together with believers that are like-minded. And, you know, the reason why we can do that is the fact that we accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And our house is built upon the rock. And there's some scripture that Gary would like to share with you right now. Yeah, it's found in uh, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24. And it reads, therefore, I love that word therefore, because you got to see what it's there for, right? Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon the rock. And that's what we're talking about being founded on the rock. And if you guys and gals prayed that prayer and asked Jesus Christ into your life, then you are on that solid rock and there's nothing can blow you or take you off of it because God has got you. And we're gonna close today's program with one more song by Joe Arview and it's Standing on That Solid Rock. Here's Joe Arview. I'm standing on that solid 
With his word to guide me From temptations hide me I'm standing on that solid rock I'm standing on the rock On the rock of ages Safe from every storm All the storm that rages Rich in love I'm rich But not from Satan's wages I'm standing on that solid rock you heard and you would like to talk to Lonesome Road Ministries, give Gary a call at 618-383-2107. That's 618-383-2107. Call today. Or you can log on to our website, lonesomeroad.org. We would love to hear from you. And that phone number that Fred gave you, you can also text me your mailing address. We'd love to get you on our mailing list and send you some of these every month out there on the road. And remember this, friends, Jesus loves you. And we We do do too. We'll talk at you later. At the crossroads of life, Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome 
so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Shared the good news Wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody What's happened to me How I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past But I called his name this chance, could it be my last? Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart from down on my knees Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome Lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree. Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree. I lifted up my heart from down on my knees. Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross. Broken hearted and lonesome. So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Drivers, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road Radio, and we want to hear from you. Give us a shout. Our phone number is 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. And if you can't give us a call, then just blow your air horn as you're driving by. <laughs>
moving out of tempo Keeping perfect rhythm with the song on the radio But I gotta keep it rolling Ooh, I'm driving my life away Looking for a better way for me Yeah.